Hello, I'm Helga Edwards, and I'm here with my husband, Bob. Today, I will be reading parts of Genesis chapter 10 from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. The passage today includes a number of genealogies that list the descendants of Noah's three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Throughout history, men with a racial prejudice have misused these genealogies to rationalize the injustice of slavery. After referring to the genealogies, we will identify and correct this racist bias. Chapter 10, verse 1 says, These are the descendants of Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Children were born to them after the flood. Verses 2 to 4 list the descendants of Japheth. Verse 6 says, the descendants of Ham were Cush, Egypt, Put, and Canaan. Verses 15 to 18 lists the descendants of Canaan. And verse 18 says, The families of the Canaanites spread abroad, and the territory of the Canaanites extended from Sidon in the direction of Gerar, as far as Gaza, and in the direction of Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, Seboim, as far as Lasha. Verses 21 to 29 list the descendants of Shem. Biblical commentaries, particularly from regions in the southern United States that were once dependent on the slave trade, have wrongly claimed that Ham and his descendants, including Canaan, were African, and that they were an inferior race predestined by God to a life of slavery. We read from one such commentary in our previous podcast. Attempts have been made to associate Canaan with Africa by pointing out that one of Ham's descendants was named Cush. Cush was also the name of a kingdom in Africa that was located roughly in the area of modern-day Sudan. Based on the association of Canaan with Cush, racist commentaries concluded that the people of Canaan were Africans who were cursed by Noah to one day become slaves in the American South. Aside from being a racist justification for an oppressive institution, the slave trade, this interpretation of Ham's genealogy is problematic for a number of other reasons. In Genesis chapter 9, Noah did not pronounce a curse on Ham, nor did he pronounce a curse on Cush. He cursed only Canaan. He prophesied that those who would settle in the land of Canaan would experience God's judgment. First of all, according to the online ancient history encyclopedia, the land of Canaan was not in Africa. It stretched through what is now Syria, Lebanon, and northern Israel. The Greeks referred to Canaan as Phoenicia, a reference in the Greek language to the purple dye the Phoenicians were famous for producing. Second, the people who lived in Canaan were not cursed because of their race. Noah prophesied that God would pass judgment on them for unrepentant crimes of sexual violence and child sacrifice in the context of idol worship. When the people of Israel followed the example of the Canaanites and engaged in the same practices, we see that God pronounced a similar judgment upon them. If God's people wanted to worship idols, commit sexual crimes, and sacrifice their children to false gods, 
then they would be taken captive into the land of Babylon, the place where the idols they worshipped were held in high honor. Captivity in the land of Babylon is the subject of many of the prophetic books we plan to read in the future. This captivity was a metaphor for the manner in which any human being can become enslaved by destructive patterns of thinking and behavior. Speaking of this in the New Testament Gospel of John, Jesus explains, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. We find that in John chapter 8, verse 34. Jesus then explained that he had come to set the captives free. The Messiah was sent so that people could be free from their sins and receive forgiveness and eternal life from God. God does not curse people to a life of slavery, and he does not discriminate against people on the basis of their race. He warns against being enslaved by sin and offers freedom to those who trust and follow Jesus. Sadly, the notion that God predestines certain people to a life of servitude has a long history in church tradition and commentary. Writing in the 4th century AD, for example, St. Augustine, the Roman Bishop of Hippo, claimed that God created inferior people, including women and slaves, to serve and be ruled over by those he claimed were mentally superior. In Questions on the Heptateuch, Book 1, Section 153, he wrote, This is the natural justice, that the weaker brain serve the stronger. This, therefore, is the evident justice in the relationships between slaves and their masters, that they who excel in reason excel in power. Augustine viewed those who were enslaved as being mentally inferior to their masters. He then used the same faulty logic to justify the subjugation of women, saying, It is the natural order among people that women serve their husbands, because the justice of this lies in the principle that the lesser serves the greater. Throughout all the pages of the Bible, in its original languages and contexts, we will see that there is no notion whatsoever that God created either a superior race or a superior sex to rule over allegedly inferior persons. Those seeking to justify their own position of power and privilege have projected their own self-serving prejudices onto the Bible, hoping to make it appear that God gives his blessing to injustice. In direct contrast to this self-serving prejudice, the Bible tells us that Jesus the Messiah came to erase injustice based upon race, sex, or social class. The New Testament book of Galatians 3.28 tells us, There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Similarly, the Apostle Peter explained in one of his letters that everyone who trusts and follows Jesus Christ is part of a chosen and special people. All are now considered royal priests and a holy nation. We find that in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. There is no place in the family of God for privilege and prejudice that is based on race, 
sex, or social standing. God loves human beings equally and impartially, and as Christians, we are called to do the same.